This spring, the regional sports networks formerly known as Fox Sports have transformed into Bally Sports with eight studio upgrades, two brand new studios, and 64 new desks. So what goes into rebranding and revamping a network? Welcome to the Broadcast Exchange from Newscast Studio. I'm your host, Dak Dillon. On The Exchange, we talk with those leading the future of broadcast technology, design, and content. This week, I'm joined by Laura Mickelson, Vice President of Production at Bally Sports Networks, part of the Sinclair Group. In our conversation, we look at the new studios, the new technology, and how Bally Sports Networks came together. Well, welcome, Laura, to the Broadcast Exchange. Today, we're talking about the exciting rebranding of the what are now formerly the Fox Sports Regional Networks into Bally Sports. So from a 10,000-foot view, kind of back us up and talk about the, the, the process to get to where we are today and uh, all the things that go into rebranding a national uh, network. Uh, the biggest thing about rebranding this network, it's been 25 years since the network started, and this is the first major overhaul this network has had in uh, a naming or a rebrand. So a lot of the things that were out there and established now have to be regrouped into a big, massive rebrand um, of the, this really exciting new Bally Sports Network. So it was a more of a huge coordination undertaking and really where do we start when? Um, and uh, we start about, um, you know, over a year ago with the, under the direction of Dana Feldman at Sinclair Marketing, uh, just obtaining the logo and the brand. And then it really kicked in, you know, four and a half, mo- five months ago when uh, Bally Sports became uh, the name and we got into full gear to make all the products across all the regions. From a perspective of fitting the brand into the existing sets plus adding on the new sets, where does that begin and how do you go about uh, reshaping those to meet the new brand standards? Yeah, that that was really probably one of the most interesting aspects of this large, massive project, right? Usually when you do one of these things, you're um, kind of tasked with, hey, there's one studio, let's go rebrand that and let's design it and look at what is new in technology and scenic design and get that done once. Maybe if you're lucky, you get one a year, or maybe two a year. In this case, we got two brand new studios that were ready to be built out uh, by Sinclair and Dunn. So that was both Midwest uh, region and Tampa. And those got a brand new refresh and just started from scratch. We took some of the same similar masculine sports type concepts, but updated them with huge LED screens, touch screens, bright new Valley logos, uh, and made them fresh and innovative for the, uh, you know, the new brand. But on top of that, and doing two new studios at the same time, we're looking at revamping eight to 10 new studios. Can't really go back and create 20 new studios in a rebranding period. It's the, the massive scope of that project is just huge. So we really decided to focus on the elements that would make those studios pop. So the 3D logos, the plexis, and of course, uh, the real signature element for each one of those studios and remotes is the desk. A desk is a linchpin for sports production, has been for years. So we decided to focus on those elements to really hone in on what we wanted the new network to feel and look like. Yeah, I'm here in St. Louis. So Fox Sports Midwest is obviously uh, something that Dan McLaughlin and the team are on quite often with Cardinals baseball. In terms of technology and how you've worked that into the new spaces and, and the existing spaces, 
how do you view the relationship with technology changing and how do you view using it in production moving forward? Yeah, I, I think that's a perfect question. And that's something that I was really keen on addressing and so was the team is moving forward. The RSNs have a deep range of technology across the board right in all the live productions we do and um, our, our sets had, had been somewhat similar or same in uh, scope for a number of years. and. The traditional desk has a monitor, and you get a monitor, and that's how you display things. And, and we really just thought it was time to move into the new technological world. So on both the Tampa and the Midwest studios, there's huge LED screens and uh, touch screens. Those LED screens were made possible by a great group at uh, the Synergy with Sinclair Scenic, uh, Mark Nadeau and Eric Goste out of um, Sinclair. And they have um, really good relationships with, um, you know, Florida lighting and LED boards. We were able to bring that kind of high-end LED technology to the studios, but also to the desk. And I think that uh, that's key, that these desks become more functional. They become more production elements. They're just not, let me sit behind as a talent so I can be comfortable, but uh, technology that really makes it seen. So uh, they're uh I'm really excited about the new desk. There's two versions of uh, the studio desk. It's a 10 and 8 foot Sinclair ribbed circular desk. It's circular. It's got a circular uh, face and a, a full LED screen in front with lit ribs. Um, so you can light the ribs and change the colors. And the LED screen, um, amazing to have on a desk because not only can you national brand it, but you can use those as production elements, which I think is what you're talking about. Um, you can see a um, Tatis Jr. or Manny Machado or, um, you know, a um, real uh, Jack Fl Flattery uh, in the desk. So that becomes a different production element for you. So we're really excited to get that technology on the air. And I would assume, you know, that the upgraded LED on the desk also presents new uh, opportunities for the marketing and the sales team uh, to possibly monetize those spaces. Absolutely, all of those, all of those elements uh, become, you know, key uh, production elements across the board, bringing you the game, really getting into being able to bring you the details of the game during the pre and post games, not just during live, but you can bring the elements from the game back to those pre and post games, back to your intermissions, back to your scenes. And then, of course, uh, you know, uh, really look towards the future of, um, you know, not having sponsor on a hard card or something like that, but creating dynamic um, animations for those to just flow. Part of the deal with Bally's was to bring more sports betting content to the regional networks. Has there been any thought on the production side of things, how that's going to integrate into these spaces or the graphics and kind of co make that cohesive? That's not really inside my preview, but I imagine as we move forward, all of those elements are going to, you know, be incorporated into the overall production um, and, and, and please uh, partners, team partners across the board. So taking a, a step back for a second, so the sets are obviously one part of the, the refresh and the new look. The other part is just the, the new logo and the new colors and the new, the new tones that are going to be across everything. So how would you describe the new, the new look of the network? So often in sports, uh, especially on the um, on the side, we were stuck in that tobacco, smoky, navy kind of uh, overall room. And now we're 
really excited to bring the Bally's white, red, monochromatic, minimalistic kind of look, a smartened up look uh, to make that Bally logo pop. And I think the logo pops, uh, the set changes make it pop. So bright, new and fresh. Um, that's really what we were looking for as we move forward. And in terms of the insert graphics and the other graphical elements on air, when can we expect to see some changes on, on that front? They are rolling those out as we speak. But what's really unique about what they're rolling out is that as we're able to start fresh, we are able to really work together. So between Brad Rowe and uh, Nellie and Mike Conley and the whole production team, we're able to really collaborate and um, as everybody knows, one of my favorite lines is uh, make the through line, not only the through line in a documentary production or something, but in the set designs and the animation. So in some of the areas, you'll see where the animation that was created from the production group reaches over into the production elements that we do on the staging in the studio. And that cohesiveness of really thinking that through uh, has made a, a grand difference. I, I think in Southwest particularly, we have a really nice, uh, you know, kind of looking uh, energy cell wall that complements the animation. And um, I, I think you'll have a really nice cohesive look when we launch here. So in terms of the remote production, sports networks like to go on the road. They like to broadcast from the ballpark. What all went into updating the desks that are used there? How was thought put into making sure they were flexible enough for all of the various types of productions a regional sports network needs to do? And of course, making sure they're rugged. So that, that part is um, also very dynamic because as you guys know, on the RSN side, there's a lot of remote production, right? There's outside the studio that doesn't happen in the studio and even more important during COVID. So those are getting a brand new look also. Uh, those go from clean white and red and bright and dynamic in the studio to a very um, cool, nice, dark background with a ballet sport red logo and um, all of the railings have been cleaned up. Those also get the eight or 10 foot desk. And then they also get a really unique remote desk. It's called the S and S and it's a dynamic sit stand desk. Um, as production and in sports innovates and changes, um, that desk is really made so that you can sit and stand. So maybe a uh, uh, analyst who's an NBA player at six, eight, he's <laughs> sitting down and then you have a talent who is maybe, uh, you know, 5'11", and, and they can be at the same height and present the same amount of material. It's also um, a really unique desk, and it's lightweight. Uh, Dak, you and I can carry it 50 feet ourselves. So it's made of carbon fiber. It has a rhino liner top that's really durable for rain in some of those areas out there. Uh, that's going to be kind of a linchpin for the remote areas moving forward. And how did the, you know, kind of the experiences of the past decade and, and more of Fox Sports uh, help inspire and, and educate those decision-making processes to make sure that something like that desk is weather-ready or, or these items are ready to go on day one? Yeah, I, I think there was a lot of help um, from all the producers and directors and operations people out there. We really did um, a tremendous amount of research. We did a lot of surveys, spent a lot of time prior to COVID out on the road working with the, the regions, seeing how the desks are used, not just uh, 
designing and saying, hey, let's get a studio desk outside, but hearing what some of the challenges were, moving the desk, working with the teams, lifting the desk, beating up the tops of the desk, you know, making them lightweight and easy to maneuver and dynamic. So really putting all those things into consideration was fantastic. We didn't have to start from something that happened at a national level and was really made for inside. We were able to create a desk. Um, and in this case, with a really great vendor IDF who we've used uh, from the past and um even prior to all the national experience, IDF and I, um, Mike Vanderhorst, we've had a longstanding relationship. And um, we've been keeping notes over the past 25 years of what we wanted to do and what we had. And we always vowed if we had a chance to redo, and here it is, uh, that we would make something that people in the field just really loved. And, and I think that's going to happen. And then we are now almost to the moment where it all comes together and it hits the air. So what, what is the anticipation like from your team and your, your partners about that? Yeah, well, you know, we have, um, between this past month, we have like 50 some odd uh, vendors out in different locations installing all these scents across the country. You know, uh, everybody was asking me, what is it like? Because it's not like just doing one set. I reckon it to doing a remodel, but not just your home but remodeling 25 houses across the country all at the same time that aren't all cookie cutters. They all have different measurements, different uh, sizes. So, um, you know, it's challenging because of COVID. Usually we spend a lot of time on site, you know, following, but now we are following all the COVID protocols. We're getting vendors in there at limited times. So it really forced us to work co cohesively with, um, you know, Jesse Medeiros and I at Big Creative, we're working with Filmworks, we're working with IDF, we're working with Scenic Solutions out of Utah. Um, and it really forced us uh, to bring everything together in a really smooth organizational system that was allow it all going to be ready on the 31st. Uh, and I'm here in San Diego, one of our last big installs now, uh, refurbishing of this uh, super large studio. And I think everybody's going to be wowed with uh, just the new dynamic. It's a new look for sports. Um, you know, it was very clear from the beginning with Dana Feldman, Mike Conley, who's had a production, that we want to be new, innovative, and fresh. And I think this look is just going to, to pop on air with the white and the reds and the clean and the clear. Um, it, it's, it's going to be bright and brilliant. So I'm really excited how these products have come out. Uh, it's a lot of work, a lot of testing, had to test all the different colors and make all the products work. And um, I'm, I'm thrilled at the outcome. Well, thanks, Laura, for taking some time. And we will all be watching. I know here in St. Louis, Cardinals draw a large crowd. So we're all ready for uh, opening day. Okay, well, I look forward to it. Thanks a lot, Dak. Thank you for joining us today on the Broadcast Exchange. New episodes release about every two weeks, and we hope you'll like and follow us on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. In the meantime, make sure to check out Newscast Studio for the latest in broadcast production. And if you have any questions you'd like to see answered on the Broadcast Exchange, please tweet at Newscast Studio or email podcast at newscaststudio.com.